Today we're talking about the benefits of owning versus renting. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Alicia Sanchez. I'm here with Tom Krieger. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the benefits of owning versus renting. And the first thing we're going to dig into is the mortgage payment versus a rental payment. I wanted to share with everybody is that if you have a $2,100 a month rent payment, which is mm-hmm. not unheard of these days, that you could actually own a home that was worth $300,000 and actually pay less for your mortgage payment than you're paying for your rent payment. So in actuality, on a $300,000 purchase at a six and a quarter percent interest rate, you'd be paying about $1,877 for the principal and interest. In our area, the taxes on that would be about $123 a month and your insurance would be about 50. That nets you out to about $2,050. So $300,000 home ownership, for $2,050 and your rental payment is $2,100. Now what's interesting about that is that of that payment, your mortgage payment of $1,877, about $300 of that payment goes to buy down the principal balance or the amount that you Oh, on the house, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like putting it in the bank. You're just paying down what you owe. So that means you have to pay less, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. that's about putting about $300 roughly a month in the bank. And over a 12-month period, that's like having $3,600 in the bank. Wow. Because you bought down your borrowed amount. Now, here's the best part. And this is what I try to express with people. Right now at six and three quarter percent interest rate, 1877 mm-hmm. would be the principal and interest rate. But if you could buy down that rate and we mm-hmm. can show people how they can get the seller to help buy down the rate to 5.75, you're only mm-hmm. paying $1,689. So that's a savings of about $188. It gets added to that $300. So now you're mm-hmm. just short of $500 a month you're able to kind of put in the bank. In a 12-month mm-hmm. period, that's almost $6,000, right? Right. So just looking at things like that, well, you know, a mortgage payment, I'm obligated. Here's mm-hmm. the one part. You're obligated to pay that payment of 1877 right? right? You're obligated to have taxes, which is about 123 as I said, and you're obligated to have insurance. The total payment, again, is 2050 But it's 2050 mm-hmm. this year. It's 2050 next year. It's 2050 the next year. It's 2050 the next year, all the way down. Now, there will be a little increase probably for property taxes because you never fail to have the government reach in our pocket a little bit you know, every year to, to raise it up. But in mm-hmm. general, it's going to stay like that. Your rent payment, on the other hand, at $2,100 will probably go up 5% because that's the industry mm-hmm. average is raising rents about 5% every year. So your $2,100 will go to $2,200. Then the next year it'll go to twenty-two fifty. Then the next year it'll go to twenty-three fifty. Then the next year twenty-five hundred. Then the next year twenty-six hundred. So over that five-year period that we're just talking about, you're going to pay about thirty-one thousand eight hundred dollars more in rent payments wow. than you would be paying in your fixed-rate mortgage. Does that ever change? No, unless you okay. refinance it. 
Okay. Now, if you refinance it, like I said, you go from 1877 down to 1689. Now, I'm mm -hmm. talking about principal and interest. I'm not talking about the whole payment. Right. Because the taxes won't change. Insurance probably won't change. Mm -hmm. Or if they do, they're going to change just a little bit based upon the economy. But in general, if you can bring your interest rate down, you're going to save that much more. So you're, you could get your payment to go lower. Obviously, you would never refinance for a higher interest payment. Mm -hmm. That just doesn't make sense. But statistically, if you look at what I just talked about, and I know mm -hmm. these are a lot of numbers, and I don't want people to get caught in weeds, but the net bottom line is you're going to save in just making rent payments, increased rent payments of $31,800. Mm -hmm. And in addition, you're going to put, and this is the best part, you're going to end up putting $53,800 into the bank by paying down the principal on the house. So if you add those two together, it comes up to about $84,000. Oh, and by the way, the value of the property is increasing. On average, over the last 10 years, property values have increased about 7.7%. But let's be conservative and say that your property value is going to increase by 5%. Mm -hmm. That means that you're going to also have an increase in property value of about $83,000. $83,000. Yeah. So you take okay. the $83,000, you mm -hmm. take the $53,000, and you've got what? $136,000 worth of wealth built up in just mm -hmm. a five-year period when you're a homeowner versus a renter. Yeah, I mean, this is a great idea, especially for first-time homeowners. I don't see why every anyone would not want to do that. Well, you know, that's kind of oh. interesting that you bring that up. You mm -hmm. know, some of the some of the ideas that people have, and I call them ideas, they're mm -hmm. problems for them, but for us, they're ideas. Why, why don't I become a homeowner? Well, I don't have the down payment. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of that can be solved by down payment assistance, right? Right. Another one is, my credit sucks. Well, guess what? We're able to get you with somebody who mm -hmm. can get your credit repaired so you can become a homeowner. Another one might be mm -hmm. what we call termination penalties, right? Mm -hmm. Where somebody's got to pay maybe two times their rent to mm -hmm. get out of their lease early. We're able to put that aside and help that buyer get that neutralized by concessions from the seller. You know, another mm -hmm. issue may very well be that people just don't want to move. Well, you know what? If you can mm -hmm. get some concessions from the seller, maybe you can pay the movers to move you. So yeah. there are ways. If you really want to get out of renting and you mm -hmm. really want to get into home ownership, it can be done. In some cases, it may take a little, you know, take a few mm -hmm. months if it's a credit repair. A lot of cases, though, if you're willing to take a starter home and be willing mm -hmm. to work into a starter home, and right now $300,000 is about a starter home here in Tucson, Arizona, people will be willing to go forward. And then if they're not willing to go forward, sometimes you just take the horse to water if they don't want to drink. Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Okay. And you did kind of go into the wealth building, yeah. right? And increasing right. your net worth through this as well. Mm -hmm. And what about the maintenance costs? You know, when you're a homeowner versus when you rent so what does that look like? Statistically, they say that you should put away about 5% of what your mortgage payment is for maintenance costs. So if we use roughly the $2,000 mm -hmm. value, $2,050, you're going to put about $100 away, maybe $110 away every month. At the end of the year, you're going to have $1,200, $1,300, right? Mm -hmm. 
You may use that for some painting. You might use that for some window treatments. You might use that for some screening. You mm -hmm. may use it for landscaping. You may have to, re you know, have some maintenance done on your HVAC mm -hmm. unit. Okay, termites. If you're in an area where you have termites, mm -hmm. gutters, taking care of your gutters, hiring somebody to clean the gutters if you don't want to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So little maintenance things like that. The big ticket item, so I would recommend, and I think you do that as well mm -hmm. as being a great buyer's agent, to have the buyers get something called a home warranty. Mm -hmm. Now, they're usually between $650 and $750, depending on where you are in the United States. But they'll take care of all those big ticket items, like mm -hmm. your refrigerator, your stove, your microwave, your washer, your dryer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll add a rider on for pools. It'll take care of your HVAC. So if those big ticket item, hot water heater. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned that. If those big ticket items, it'll take care of those. Now you have a small deductible somewhere between 50 and a hundred dollars, again, mm -hmm. depending on the policy and where you are in the United States. But those are the things that will prevent you from having big ticket items. So right. that 5% maintenance is more cosmetic kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, or you could take that hundred dollars a month and save it until it's time to buy the warranty and use mm -hmm. that money for the warranty. So there is some cost with homeownership, but mm -hmm. here's the here's the best part of it. Again, the value of the property keeps increasing, keeps increasing, keeps increasing, and that's nothing more than money in your bank. It's mm -hmm. almost like forced savings for right. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yep. So just making sure that we're taking the right steps to protect ourselves in yeah. our home. Okay. Yeah. And you know, something when you, you know, buy a home is you can make that your own, right? Without any re repercussion. Yes. Right? Like you would when you rent. Exactly. You're exactly mm -hmm. correct. So as a renter, you can't add a bathroom. You can't change mm -hmm. a bathroom out. You can't do a kitchen remodel, right? Right. If you want to add to the house an addition, right? You can't mm -hmm. do that usually if you're renting. Even if you're renting a single family home. Unless... You're a dummy, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Why would you spend the money to add an addition on a single family home? Now, if I'm the seller, mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, if I'm the owner, then what I wanna do is say, yeah, by all means, pay $50,000 for that added bedroom. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna happen, right? It's right. just not gonna happen in a rental. But if you wanna change things like carpet, or you wanna mm -hmm. change the paint on the wall, or you maybe wanna change the window because I want a bigger window because I could views the mountains, mm -hmm. or I got some fantastic sunsets, you're not going to be able to do that in a rental property. Right. You no. don't have that freedom to, nope. you know, customize it the way that you exactly. would like it. And then, and then if you have your own home and you are a pet lover mm -hmm. and you want to have dogs or cats or turtles or rabbits or whatever, mm -hmm. you can do that in your own home. Yes. Not too often in an apartment, unless obviously mm -hmm. it's a service dog, you know. Right. You know that. Yeah, typically in the apartments, you have to pay additional fees for your animals. Yep. There's usually limitations in the lease for any, like, visiting animals as well. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes into renting. Yeah. And so because you were, you know, mm -hmm. in the rental industry, you know that. Sometimes there's even the size of dogs, right? You can right. only have something like 25 pounds or less or no mm -hmm. greater than 50, those types of right. things. Right, and certain so, breeds that you can bring. Yeah. So, yeah, there's when you rent, there are things that you have to consider. Yeah. As well. Oh. So let me ask you a question sure. since you're here. Okay. <laughs> We're going to turn the tables here a little bit on Alicia. What are you finding, Alicia, from your years as mm -hmm. a property management person? The things that you're almost uncomfortable with having to do mm -hmm. when there's a tenant that you have to deal with? Yes. Yeah, so 
working in property management, one of the uncomfortable things I had to do was reach out to residents and it could be a call about their patio, their front door, and basically just telling them to clean it up. You know, in property management, we have to follow the lease agreement. And that lease agreement can include like your patio needs to be clean, there can't be any toys, you can't even have a pop-up chair. So that was something that was uncomfortable for me to have to do because, you know, everyone should have that freedom to customize their own space. You know, that's where you're living. So I would say that's something. Did you ever have an issue where you had to call up the tenant and say, your music's too loud, your dog's barking? Yes. How did they take that? Plenty of times. I mean, they they understand they're living in a rental, but, you know, when you're trying to just have fun with your family and you have the music up a little bit, you know, you don't want to get a call, you know, someone telling you, hey, turn down your music or, hey, your dog's barking too much. So it's kind of like a violation of privacy, Yeah. you know. Yeah. I can imagine it's been so long since I rented but, you know, you're paying your rent. You think I should have the right to have some freedoms here, you know. Right. So I'm having family members over. And if your family is anything like mine, mm-hmm. we want to oh, talk over the other person. Right. So the volume starts to creep up a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Or if you've got a dog, maybe it's a new puppy. Yeah. And you're trying to to train that dog, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes they bark a lot, yes. right? So in your own home, you don't have to worry about that. Right. But as a tenant, exactly, it sucks, you have to right? You have yeah. to consider those things. Okay. You know, we went over a few benefits of, or a lot of benefits of owning a home versus renting, and Mm -hmm. it truly does seem like buying a home is going to be in the best interest. Yeah. And if you want any more information about, you know, how you can get down payment assistance or work on your credit or Mm -hmm. getting some seller concessions, look down below. There's our number and our information. You can reach out to myself or Alicia. We'd look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.